Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 28 of The Witch's Hunt. Well, if you're new here, this is The Witch's Hunt, and I'm your host, Anna, aka Cedar Moon. I am a Taurus, eclectic witch, tarot reader, and lover of all things occult. In this podcast, I share information about magic, spirituality, and life as a modern witch. Every week we unravel ancient wisdom and discover folk magic, tarot, numerology, and all things witchy. My goal here is to support each other on our own sacred path. Let's dive into the mysteries of this universe together. So guys, it is April 29. I am officially 31 years old. Well, what do I think about it? Honestly, <laughs> um, I think the older you get, the more you get used to getting older, if it makes sense. And um, well, I have high hopes for this new year ahead of me. Um, guys, uh, I just wanted to really thank you, first of all, because I've been posting something very sentimental on Instagram. Yeah, I've been kind of like going through it lately kind of, I don't know, I don't want to call it like literal depression, but for sure I am having the dark night of the soul, as you might call it. Um, It really feels as if my life is upside down and as if I'm watching myself from another position and I'm asking myself like, "What what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? This can't be it. And um. What really amazed me, I have to just mention it because I was super happy, is how nice, how kind you were to me and how, you know, just the encouragement that you gave me to um, pursue my dreams, to, you know, quitting my job for me is something that I've been postponing for, yeah. Well, I've been working there since 2020, January. That is where I started, just right before COVID hit. And um, the original idea of of working in my job was just, I wanted to be a makeup artist. So I had to find a job that provides me the apartment. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a job so you can buy food (laughs) and have a shelter. So that was the plan and then what happened is I really got manipulated by my boss um he told me yeah you can do your uh, makeup school it's no problem and he postponed it over and over and over again so when when I finally could finish my makeup school I was already over a year in the job like over one and a half years actually and then I finally did it and I was like okay now I'm gonna quit the job and you know how it is he manipulated me again and because I'm so like I'm not really good at saying what I think because I'm masking so much because of my ADHD and I I would love to go there and just say you know what (laughs) this is not for me and I think I think your employer knows exactly they just have this um sort of uh, just being really honest right here your employer does things that are good for 
them like they only think about the company and themselves even though some bosses might treat you as a friend and might be like oh yeah we're so we're you know we're like a small family here and you know truth be told at the end of the day everybody's only thinking about themselves which is a hard truth to learn especially if you are very sensitive and yeah, I'm rambling, but I wanted to tell you the story. Maybe you have some guidance for me because I'm, I am like, honestly speaking, I don't know what to do. So what ended up happening was I wanted to quit three months and I already knew like, this is not for me. This job is slowly but surely sucking my soul out. I can't take it no more. I had nightmares off the job. I was dreaming of it. I had really bad anxiety and, and heart problems and everything like my health was declining, my mental and physical health. I was gaining, I don't know, like 20 pounds because of not being able to move a lot and practically being tied to a desk. And you're not even allowed to take a five minute break or you're going to get a message from your boss and, you, you know, all the pressure that's put upon you. This is just something, I mean... A very healthy person who has great boundaries could maybe say okay I'm dealing with this but someone who's very sensitive who's maybe an empath who is kind of sometimes you feel like a little egg with a very thin shell and if something happens you have a really hard time repairing your shell and becoming normal again if it makes sense so yeah I I knew it, like deep down inside of my soul, I knew I need to leave the job, it's the only right thing to do, but then I really was numb, I numbed myself down so much that I, just to survive, you know, just to get through the day, you come home and you watch TV or watch something and try to get your mind off of everything, and what when it, what ends up happening is you kind of stay in this which is weird you kind of stay in the job of which you know that it kind of like is the worst place to be but you stay there because you are so tired and you are so it's taken so much of your energy that you don't know how to get yourself out of there okay i'm being very vulnerable right now i hope you appreciate that but I just don't know. I need to get this out. I need to get this off of my chest. And I am a person. I am super strong always. Like, I have problems. I, you know, I'm dealing with them on my own. I'm, like, dealing with everything on my own because I always think that there's no one who can really help me. <laughs> Not that I'm a hopeless cause, but, you know, words can always help. But in the end, you need to really act. You need to do something. So, guys, I have made an ultimatum for myself. It's going to be hard because the next issue that you have is like, guys, I've been moving from my hometown 250 kilometers away. So I'm like three hours away from my hometown. We are living in a really expensive apartment Without a job, you can't afford it. So I have to quit the job. I have to get the next job right the second. So, you know, in Germany, don't be unemployed. You will get literally so, like, you won't get enough to live, to live like a human being. You won't be even able to pay your rent. So 
you know, with all this in the back of your head, of course, it's hard to do what's right and quit the job because you know that if you quit the job, this will be the best decision ever. But if you quit the job, then you put yourself in huge financial risk and it's really devastating. And I finally found the courage to talk to my boyfriend about this because he's been feeling the same way for the last months. And probably, honestly, guys, probably I'm going to move away from the city. I've had it. I've had it really completely. Um, what's it worth living in a big city, paying a huge rent? If you can't even live, you can't even enjoy yourself. You can't even say like, well, you know, today I'm going to go out to a bar or a restaurant or the park and just have a great time because if you don't know anybody here and if you're working your butt off to pay the rent, it's like a cage. It's a golden cage. You live in a big city and it might look super glam, but the reality is you're working your butt off to be, you know, okay, it's turning into a therapy session, but whatever, guys. Um, considering the fact that I don't really ramble a lot about my thoughts and also because you were so kind to me, this motivated me to open up really and say what's going on and to be quite honest with you, I would really appreciate um, your guys' thoughts on it. I'd appreciate some advice from maybe someone who's gone through a similar situation. Um, honestly, my plan is to quit the job at a certain date to save up as much money as I can beforehand. So I have a little bit on the side that will help me to get through tough times and of course, look for a new job. So you leave the old job, you go right into a new job, and then, well, moving cities is a whole other thing. It's so hard to find an apartment, but I think, honestly, I believe when I do this, like this step, the step I know is right, but I've been postponing it. You know, it's like the tower moment. You go on and on, but at some point, the universe is going to either push you or you have to do it yourself, and I don't want to be pushed, I want to do this myself, it's been long overdue, universe has given me a lot of time, and a lot of hints, and my intuition is so loud right now, it's screaming at me, it's, it's giving me no break, no break, <laughs> right the second I wake up, the first thought in my head is like, you need to do it, you cannot postpone it, and guys, I've been printing it out, the letter, the resignation letter, I've been putting a date on it in a couple of weeks. I'm going to seal the envelope and I'm going to send it. And you know what? I am looking forward to telling you guys how it went. And now, <laughs> without further ado, let us get into today's topic because I have I have brought something. <clears throat> of course, my voice is now going. Without further ado, let's get into today's topic, guys. Um, Because it's been hectic and I didn't really have a lot of time to prepare um, a script, I will tell you something about a topic from my grimoire. So, I don't know about you guys, but I have heard a lot and, and read a lot about... Um, numbers. 
So, um, I, if you remember, one of the first episodes on this podcast was uh, the, the numerology episode. But now I have something a little bit different. So, I just have to flip the page. So, some of you told me that you see angel numbers very often, very freq- uh, frequently. And I have thought a lot about it. When I started out in my path of spirituality, I was seeing angel numbers, but at first I did have like I didn't have any clue of what they mean, what it signifies. And um I was kind of like just brushing it off and saying, you know what? Hmm, whatever. It's like you're just making it up, you know, because you've been conditioned for such a long time to just say, oh, I'm making this up. You know, I'm just making it up just like when you have clairvoyance and you have prophetic dreams and you tell it to somebody and they'd be like, "Uh, you're just making it up. You're just, you know, a dream is just, it's nothing. But we all know by now, I guess, that it is more than that. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about these miracle numbers, these angel numbers, and that divine guidance is always with you. So when we see repeating numbers, we are urged to stop what we are doing. It is a message. So wherever you might see this number, this can be, I don't know, you're at the gas station, you're seeing this on the display, you're seeing it on a, on a license plate, you're seeing it on your computer screen, you're seeing it on your phone, you see it on your bills. And it might even occur that the more you lean into it and really open yourself up to the possibility and be like, flip the switch from being very skeptic to be just open to receive. I mean, nothing bad can happen. It can, you know, it can only lead you somewhere. And to me, it led me very often led me to great things. So the more you tune into this frequency, you could say, the more you will receive. And what's really interesting are the meanings of these numbers. So um, just a quick side note. Of course, very famous is 1111, 2222, but they can also occur in different patterns. It could be three numbers. It could be four repeating numbers. It could be one, two, three, four and so on. So it does not have to be the famous, you know, maybe some people even got it tattooed, I guess, the 2222 or the 1111 as a a, a time on the clock. I think that's the most famous. Um, But miracle numbers... But miracle numbers can appear in all kinds of different forms. And honestly, just a, just an example from my side, which is kind of funny, I see 711 all the time. So this is one of my miracle numbers that I see is 711. And actually funny because in America there's 711. So I don't know, it's random. But what I did and what I can only tell you as a tip, as a witch tip, Uh, is just get an app on your phone or on your computer or get a book if you'd like to. And you can find apps and books that really will tell you 
the meanings. So whenever you see this angel number or miracle number, then this app will tell you exactly what it means. So for example, angel number 3737 is an important sign from the angels encouraging you to take on greater leadership roles and accept more responsibility in your life. And it carries the vibration of courage, creativity, spiritual guidance, and manifestation. So just a small example from these, you know, other numbers. But of course, there are the basic numbers, which I'm going to present you really quick. So let me just get this on the screen. So 111 is follow your heart and make sure to focus on what you want to manifest. This is the angel number of intuition. Number 222 is the number of alignment. Now it is time to trust in the process and that everything will find its way to you. Um, it's really also a number for just showing you you are in the right place. Like right here, right now is the right place for you. You're right where you need to be in your path. Number 333 is the number of support. Your spiritual guidance team is all around you, sending you love, support, helping you. And also think about three as a number. It's mind, body, and spirit. Like mind, body, spirit connection, it's all intertwined. So think about how you can focus on all of these three. So how you can keep mind, body, and spirit in one healthy relationship. Next up is protection, number 444. You're being supported in all of your decisions. You're protected. Stay confident. You are always surrounded by your spirit team. Number 555. Let go of whatever is no longer serving you. This is a calling for huge changes ahead. The universe is moving things around. And you need to trust that this transition is for your highest good. So that can also mean things are being replaced. That's exactly what I was talking about before. Is when the universe kind of removes something to put something new in the place. And it's kind of funny, just a quick side note from me, that it's kind of like interchanging. It's it's like energy that is interchanged. Um, you can think of it like it's a complete circle. It's a complete full, it's like a water jar that is full. And to pour something new into the water jar, you need to first pour a little bit water out. So Whenever you want to invite something new into your life, you need to first and foremost also let go of other things to make room for the new. That is how I interpret this analogy. But moving on. So number 666, um, you know, oftentimes very often used in horror movies and demonic literature but number 666 is just the number of reflection so the keyword here is reflect your thoughts need some refocusing 
maybe it's also a wake-up call, kind of like wake up to your reality, make sure you stay healthy and you, you know, stay focused on what is really important and no clowning around, you know, keep focused on your health, keep focused on your goals. It's really kind of a wake-up call, you could say. Number 777 or the lucky number 7. Well, luck is on your side. You are on the ultimate spiritual path. You're following your advice from your angels. You're on the on the path that you are meant to be on and wonderful things are about to happen. Number 888 is balance. So, financial and material abundance is on its way, but also everything is falling into place for you. So it's kind of like a little bit like the 222, the alignment. It is things are falling into place and you're also seeing financial balance. So maybe after a time of great worries in your financial sector, you could see maybe a sudden increase you could see a raise, you could see just unexpected financial gifts coming your way. Be ready to receive them. Number 999 is release. That is the key word. So there will be closure to clear, unfulfilling things, and now is the time to focus your energy on new beginnings. You're on the verge. It's time to start a new journey. It's time to unlock a a new chapter for yourself and also a time to let go of what no longer serves you. So if you see maybe 999 all the time, sit down and think about, okay, like really make a list of what is in my life, what comes to my mind when I'm thinking about things that no longer serve me. This can be friendships that are toxic. This can be the workplace. This can be all kinds of other things that might not be good for you. So yeah, this is it. And with with this being said, guys, this is my um, list of, of angel numbers, of miracle numbers, and from my grimoire with my notes. I hope you enjoyed this. And without further ado, guys, we're going to get into the herb of the week. So the herb of the week, guys, is vanilla. Vanilla is also known as vanilla planifolia, at least the one from Madagascar. So in witchcraft, it stands for love, passion, peace, healing, beauty, and so much more. It can be used um, as an ingredient in self-love spells, It is, in fact, the second most expensive spice after saffron. Oh, saffron tastes so good, guys. With rice, I am loving it. And because it just, you know, takes a lot of work to cultivate, to harvest, and to dry the vanilla beans, it is just really, really expensive. But a little bit goes a long way. And you can also use, like, vanilla sugar, Like in Germany, they sell the artificial (laughs) flavor and it's really, really cheap. So when I use vanilla, if at all, I don't really use it in spell work. 
but you can also buy the cheap one. You don't have to buy the most expensive beans. Vanilla is linked to goddess Aphrodite and Venus, as well as the zodiac sign of Taurus. Yay! <laughs> Taurus people unite. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is really interesting. I'm just getting into these um, correspondences of um, zodiac and herbs, which is really interesting, but also a lot to know. So just I'm sprinkling this knowledge in more and more. Let me know what you think. Magical correspondences um, of vanilla are uh, love, of course. So love, passion, happiness, healing, friendship, but also vitality and relieving stress, relieving anxiety. It's good to increase mental capabilities for beauty spells and for spells that have to do with luck. Sprinkle it over the porridge or oats to invite balance and calming energies. Burn vanilla incense to raise the frequency and enhance love. Used as an aphrodisiac, it can be put in love jars and in sachets. Increase your fortune using a stick of vanilla together with a cinnamon stick and then bind them together with a golden cord. So I have a little <laughs> I have a little recipe for you guys. Maybe you like it, I don't know. But you can take organic vanilla beans if you, you know, want to spend on it. And then you take them along with jojoba oil. And you can really create a body oil with this. And you can really create a body oil with this that is nourishing and soothing. It can be used as an enhancer to increase vitality and encourage the energy of love and abundance and luck in your life. Slice the vanilla beans lengthwise and cut them into small pieces. Cover the jar with some oil and store it for one to two months in a sunny place. What's really important is shake it daily. So every day you're going to shake the jar, you know, maybe in the morning or in the evening. And when the oil has reached your desired, yeah strength and if you like the aroma you can strain the vanilla beans out using a cheesecloth and pour the infused oil into a small bottle or maybe a you know these bottles with a roller with a round roller <laughs> on top you know what i mean like um where you can just rub it on your palms uh, on your on your palms on your ankles what am I talking? <laughs> okay, so yeah, that was it. And now let us move on to our next section, which is the reading of the week. So... So for the reading of the week, we have three cards. First of all, we have the three of swords. And um, there is a lot of 
hurt that I am seeing. Either really this form of hurt where you are losing someone, like really losing someone, um, you know, someone is dying or you're losing a friend, or really this, just this feeling, this heartbreak, this, there is, you know, there are times in our lives where we feel heartbroken, but we cannot change the event, we cannot change what has happened, we only can, um, even if it's hard, embrace the grief and the pain as a normal wave in this ocean of life, and, um, sorrow and grief are necessary for us to develop as humans, and the good news is, you know, this too shall pass, so even if it right now feels really, really sad, and, you know, this can be a lot, you know, the three of swords, I know it's oftentimes because it's a heart with these three swords stepped through it, but to me, it's not only a love card. No, it's really more than that. It is the essence of this feeling of heartbreak. And heartbreak can be caused by many things. Not only relationships. It can be caused by a lost friendship. By, you know, someone leaving your life. Arguments that, you know, essentially led to breaking up with a friend or a lover or other people. And um, that's what I wanted to say. I think you get me. So... This is the energy currently for some of you, the collective that I'm picking up. But with the Eight of Wands, we have a hint from the universe to go with the flow. Don't resist everything that's going on right now. Make the most of it. Like use, use your intentions in order to move forward in your life. You can really master your life. It is, it could even be, that's just the speculation right now, because that is what, what comes up with the card, is that right now, when you are opening up and changing your view, allowing yourself to shift into a more positive state of mind, that you're gonna see a really great opportunity. So kind of like, you know, how sometimes we are um, sometimes we are so caught up in our own negativity that we don't see the best things, even if they are right in front of our eyes, and we're so blind to it, and later on we are laughing about it, and, and, and kind of asking ourselves, like, how could I not see this? This is the best opportunity, and now, really, there's this kind of, like, kick in the butt from the universe to be like, hey, even though right now I'm really not in the best place, what could I possibly, what could possibly, you know, go wrong if I just open myself up for new opportunities? That's kind of the vibe that I'm getting. And even topping it off with a third card, the six of pentacles. So we started out with this really heartbroken energy and really sadness and grief. But now you have the outlook on the Six of Pentacles, which is really about the material aspect. So it's kind of interesting. We have an elemental <laughs> spread, kind of. The only thing that's missing are the cups. But so far, the Six of Pentacles is about really receiving and giving. We see Blanche here 
with three presents on on her or she's carrying three presents. It's really cute deck. All the presents have little pentacles on the side and the six of pentacles really is kind of like topping the reading off with this outlook of it's a circle. That's how I see it because the six of pentacles is not about I am greedy, I am only here to make money on this planet and I'm only looking for material wealth and materialism. No, you see Blanche is giving the presents happily with a smile on her face and that kind of tells the story of there is um, generosity. When you give something, you will earn. <laughs> so it's kind of like this connection of you give something and you get something. You give and you get, you give and you get. That's the flow of life. That's how I see the card, the Six of Pentacles. And it's really financial harmony. The, the, the amounts are flowing in and out, in and out of your account. You're spending, you're receiving. Just rest assured, if there has been a time where you've been spending, spending, spending and not receiving, and uh, trust me, I've had a couple of times lately where I've been spending, spending and not receiving, but soon after I was receiving. So when you are in the low right now, just rest assured that there will come a high after this. This is just how life goes. And that's maybe also the magic of life, that it's not only always bad, and it's not, there is no perfect life. There's no, there might be a perfect moment or there might be a great day where everything's going your way. But yeah, for sure, there will be another day where everything's falling apart, seemingly. But you know, if you are on this planet for some time, which I guess all of you are, you know that there will be change and change is inevitable, you know? just in every area that we're we have talked about and okay so summing it up this week guys pay attention to opportunities look with the eyes of openness into the world don't judge everything and first and foremost don't hold on too much to your grief try to let it go try to allow yourself to feel all the feels but then move on because you're meant to move. You're meant to go through life. You're not meant to feel or be stuck. And with this being said, I want to leave you at that point. I could ramble on for hours, guys. Honestly, I'm now, I don't know, I think I'm doing a little bit of self-care. As I said, I, I had my birthday yesterday and I'm having a little bit of off time for myself and trying to force myself not to work because I'm always like working on YouTube things when, whenever I have free time to produce videos um, and I'm trying to lay a little bit low and do more self-care yeah so that's what I'm trying to do today <laughs> anyways guys I hope you enjoyed my soul strip that I was really telling you what's going on in my life and I highly appreciate your advice on what to do what to do, what can I do, what, what is your opinion, what's your view on my situation. And without further ado, I'm going to close the episode. Please check my YouTube, link is in the info box of this episode. And without 
any more words for me. Have a great week and a magical week. And remember to listen to your intuition, guys, because magic lives in all of us. Blessed be.